Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Hollywood Podcast, covering the latest in film, TV, streaming, and social media. I'm your host, Max Geshwind. Stay tuned for today's episode. I'm so excited to be joined by Lasse Noor, who's the director and writer of the short film Night of Fortune, which has now been nominated for an Oscar for Best Live Action Short Film. The film tells the story of a man who arrives at a chapel to say goodbye to his recently deceased wife, but has trouble bringing himself to open the casket and acknowledge his loss. Lasse, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Such an honor. Yeah, so um, I saw the film. Congratulations. Such a beautiful job. Um, Talk a little bit about um, the personal experience i believe that led to the inspiration behind making this film yeah sure so i wrote this film uh, at a time where i had lost some people uh, very close to me um, so i was at the this hospital morgue uh, sometimes and it's not a very pleasant place to be at the hospital morgue at least not not in denmark it's white walls sterile uh, very unwelcoming um, and the only warmth sort of comes from the relatives or the friends and the family you have around you. Um, and I was lucky and we were lucky that we had each other um, to sort of be in our grief together. But I was thinking, what if you don't have that? What if you have to go through this all by yourself? And that was sort of be one of my worst nightmares also to feel completely alone having lost maybe the most important person in my life so that became sort of the start uh, of the film and also the main character Carl is sort of inspired by of course myself but also my my grandfather and uh, my grandfather is not a very uh, talkative type <laughs> he's very much he's a fixer He'd rather he'd rather fix a lamp, <laughs> you know, as you can see in the film, um, instead of opening up and telling how he's feeling. So, for him, um, that's a long journey getting through this because you're not the one who's gonna ask for help, right? Um, so yeah, I'd like to also dig into the character of Torben, who, um, unlike Carl, doesn't have the sense of closure. Not to spoil things, but um. For years, he's had to live with the fact that he was never able to properly say goodbye to his uh, deceased wife, um, unlike Carl, who who was able yeah. to have that sense of closure. Can you talk a little bit about um, the inspiration behind um, that character and the story behind his loss um, in contrast with Carl? Yeah, I had some I had some distant family, actually, that they lost uh lost their lost their son uh, at the sea and they were never actually able to really say goodbye to to that person so of course they had a lot of grief and still grieving but also when we were doing research at the morgue um the the guy working there he told us a story about this this woman that didn't want to um, that that um, had lost his um oh sorry had had lost her husband at the sea and she never really wanted to go into the room to sort of acknowledge acknowledge it so um 
So there was a lot of diff different inspirations to it. And also, you know, it's Torben is kind of the, the opposite of Carl and he, or he is what Carl could end up being if he doesn't sort of open the casket, right? He'll, he'll maybe wander around and then, you know, if you don't say goodbye, that's always, you will, you will always have this thought that you could perhaps meet the person on the street or maybe you walk around the corner, corner and you meet again. So you'll never get that closure. Um, so, so that was, if that makes sense, that was a, uh, that was a lot of rambling, but <laughs> no, so that, that, that was a lot of different inspiration put into this character. Um, that's, that's probably what, what I wanted to say with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that before Night of Fortune, you had previously directed a mi music video, I think back in 2018. Can you share what the learning curve was like for you directing a narrative uh, short film versus the music video that you previously had directed? I'm always, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's, that's, a, that's a stronger, more tight narrative in this short film, I think. I'm always trying to have, also in my music videos I made before, I always tried to have a narrative in it because I think that's very important, at least to me in my storytelling. But, I mean, when you make a short film like this, you can't have any excess. You, you, you have to trim the fat always. So everything that's set or everything that's done is sort of leaning up against the theme in some way. So that's a that's a big difference. You you don't you don't uh, you can't just have two or three minutes that not that's not <laughs> interesting in some way and maybe just visuals. You have to sort of push the story forward, um, at least in my opinion, and when it comes to short. So that's probably one of the biggest differences. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to talk a little bit about the challenges of um having a short runtime because I think your film so succeeds in not just confronting the heavier or more serious subjects, but also intertwining moments of levity and lighter moments um, throughout the film too. Can you um, speak to the challenge of not only balancing these two uh, tones, but doing it within such a short runtime of, I think, just about 25 minutes? Yeah, thank you. I'm glad, glad you, you liked it. Um... Yeah, it's 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 a tough question how you how you balance it. I was, I mean, I think what I wanted to do here was this. That's why I think it's it's a good short film. You know, it's about Carl that needs to sort of open the casket. He can't do that, and of course, in the end, he has to do that. So I, I sort of made this circle to me that sort of work well uh, within this short film, and it's also it's. Um, it's a very, you know, it's one location. It's a, um, it's a very tight environment. Um, so I, I, I wanted to sort of keep it there and not have too many scenes. Again, like I said before, I trim, trim the fat down. But of course, I get a lot of questions now that do we want to make a, a, a bigger film with yeah. these two guys? Because, <laughs> and what, I, what I, what I like about it right now is that sort of. You you sort of leave a little door open, and you you leave them in, and and we we leave it uh, with the camera, and and the, we leave them there. And I like that that there's some 
up to the imagination or fantasy for for the audience. And right now, I don't think I'm gonna make a longer film with them. But perhaps you you can never you can never say never. <laughs> Well, has the have those conversations or those reactions after audiences have seen your short has that surprised you in any way? Because these characters are so fleshed out, and I think the film ends on a optimistic note. Certainly, that this is the beginning of a new friendship between yeah. these new men. That you see a continuation of their story now together with you know each other in their lives. Um, has have, have those reactions uh, influenced you in any way to? Um, ponder that thought yeah yeah i love that and i also you know talking about the, again this short film I, I like that you say that there's a beginning of a friendship because you could never create in a short film, you can never create a friendship in sh such short time so i think it's important that you can sort of read things into these characters and i love that the audience are doing that that's they, they create their own stories perhaps they have um, grandparents themselves. They read these two characters into so, and I've had a lot of people come up to me afterwards and saying that now they're gonna call their grandparents afterwards mm. just to ask them if they're okay, okay, right? So, so I love that. So, I, I really, my vision was that, um, or my hope at least, that people would start reaching out to to their loved ones or the people they have close to but maybe they haven't talked about this with them so so yeah that they'll they'll reach out so it tells me that uh, people sort of get that in the story and I, and I like that of course um i have to talk about your partnership with kim magnuson who is himself such a um short film icon he's a two-time oscar winner for short films yeah. he's been nominated several times in the past um for shorts um can you talk about um how you were able to connect with him and the support that he was able to provide to you yeah so this was actually part of a script competition called in 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 a, in a, so something called an Vestanske Filmpolia, which uh, was something uh, Kim was on. So he was selecting, I think, four four films uh, that that had uh, Oscar potential, actually. And he uh, so he sele selected ours, um, and he said to us pretty early on that this could go all the way. <laughs> Not that this was the focus for me, of course. I just I just wanted to make a a beautiful short film about something I, I had uh, something I wanted to tell right so he got in pretty early and um, yeah and he's you know he's, it's it's nice to have a person in this um, in this stormy weather when you're doing Oscar campaign you know a person that's that's done it before because it's it's new to me of course and you it's uh, it's uh, an adventure so it's it's nice to have a a captain on board, if you can say it like that, <laughs> yeah. and those how how we sail the ship. Yeah. Um. Can you talk a little bit about finding the location? Because I think it, it was just the perfect location for um for this story. No. Thank you. Of the morgue. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in the beginning, we were we were looking to to uh, real morgues, um, but they they were hard to find because they were all in use. Uh, yeah. So we couldn't really get the. I think we had five or six days uh, shoot. Um, so we couldn't really get anyone to sort of close it down. So we had to find um, a, a different location. 
So we found a, an abandoned hospital uh, in Jutland, uh, Denmark. Um, so and then we just started creating it like I wanted it to. So we painted the walls and yeah, did different things, put uh, different lightings in in the in the alley and something like that. So, but we we just had it all to ourselves, which was perfect. Um, of course, it was very cold so it was a bit hard to be to be there and difficult the toilets were not working so there was a lot of uh, logistics uh, that we had to sort of figure out but it was perfect that we sort of created as we wanted it to so um, of course there was issues along the way and there was not a lot of uh, room or space in there so we had to put all the lighting from top which uh, me and my uh, DOP, Lasse Tolbo, uh, actually kind of started to like. So so we did it in all the scenes almost. So we had this these shadows um, under their eyes. So there was this play between uh, life and death, uh, okay. also between the living. So, um, yeah, so so then we got this location. Actually, um, yeah, it, it was kind of a gift in some way. Um, you talked about, or we talked about how the film deals with grief and processing the loss of a loved one. Um, is there a particular message that you hope audiences take away from the film? I'm sure you mentioned earlier how um, you've had people go up to you saying how they've reconnected with your grandparents or older yeah. loved ones. Um, is that what you hope um, audiences do now after seeing the film or what's the message? Yeah. Yeah, of course, to put more focus on, on, on loss and grief. Um, it's something we all have to go through at some point uh, in life. Um, and we all react differently to grief. Uh, but I think we all have that thing in common that we need support from friends and family. Uh, even though that for some of us, the, our natural instinct, like, for example, with Carl, is to isolate. So my peop my, So my hope is that people will reach out if they know someone in grief and you can actually do do nothing wrong. So I think we get a lot of, in, in society, we give a lot of help to when we give birth and sort of things like, but when people are dying and people are in grief, that's not a lot of help. Um, so we really need to be there for each other. Um, this is your first Oscar nomination. I know um, you were just at, I think, the uh, Oscar nominee luncheon the other week where yeah. you were able to be with your fellow um, Oscar nominees for the first time. What was that like for you? Were there And were there any uh, particular artists, filmmakers, actors that you were excited to meet for the first time? Yeah, I mean, of course, all of them, all of my heroes were, were there, yeah. so it was, was kind of crazy. And and I and I, I got a, a picture with Martin Scorsese, so that was that was pretty big for me. Um, but the luncheon, the there, it, it was crazy when we when we got there. There was a lot of interviews, um, and then there was the red carpet, which I've never done before like this. You know, it's fifty meters with photographers just lining up and saying, "Look here, look here." Um, so I think it was, uh, I think it's great practice before the real Oscars in some way. Yeah. And of course it was just, you know, I kept pinching my arm when we were in there and standing on the stage, I was standing next to Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone and they were 
chatting and uh, chit-chatting and making fun of each other and I was staying there between them and you know it was it's it's hard to understand <laughs> No, it's surreal, when I'm you're sure. suddenly in there yeah Yeah, and I'm and like you said, it'll be that times ten in a couple of weeks yeah for you. Um probably yeah <laughs> yeah. Um well for my last question, would love to know if there's anything you're working on now that we have to look forward to. Yeah, I'm actually uh, right now. Um, uh, I'm yeah, I'm working on different things right now, and I have uh, people coming up to me with different projects. So, so we'll see what 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 the next thing is gonna be, and I still have to make up my mind, you know. <laughs> so, uh, On, on, I'm working on on something to direct next. yeah to Okay. to direct and also also to write. Yeah, I'm also writing on my my own things uh, right now. I'm writing. Right now, right now, I'm working on a on a on a dark comedy, and so I can't give too many details. But uh, there's projects coming to me right now, and yeah, exciting time. Yeah, exciting for sure. Well, congratulations again on your Oscar nomination. Best of luck in a couple weeks. And uh, yeah, thanks for chatting. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please take a moment to subscribe to The Hollywood Podcast for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Max Geshwind. Thanks for listening.